0: and we want to welcome everyone back to bnb presents the black media podcast and tonight we're going to talk about faithful oh that's an interesting topic because it does come up twice but before we get into all that Uh i want to introduce everyone Uh, my name is ben and to my right
1: hey y'all it's me got your girl nada I see Benny oh and uh, Batty's face already because they know it's
0: coming. <laughs> Just
1: I got a joke, I, don't know, I don't even know when this became a part of the, the show. <laughs> I got a joke. Here we go. What happened to the dog when you I'm sorry. What happened to the hot dog when you put it in the freezer?
2: The bitch froze. Ha, ha, ha.
1: All right, let's move on. Benny, no. what you got?
0: You put the hot dog in the freezer. It becomes a cold dog. I don't know. A chili oh, dog.
1: It becomes a chili dog. See Benny got it.
0: <laughs> it took me a minute. Yeah, if it's it in the freezer,
2: then it's a frozen dog. dog. I like my I like chili my dog. answer
0: better.
1: All right. Well, anyway, stay till next week. I got a whole line of these corny jokes. So make sure you tune in next week. And to my right, who we got? <laughs> <laughs> Not
2: a whole lot of these corny jokes. you so funny. Hey, y'all, what up, though? It is your girl, Betty, 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 y'all. And we is back. <laughs> and we is black.
0: Yes, Come yes. Come on,
2: Benny, kick us off.
0: And tonight we're talking about this movie titled Faithful. It's on Tubi. Uh, it's about a man who loves his family more than anything in the world. And he would do anything to keep them together, even killing the person he loves the most. And this is starring Donald Broomfield Jr., who we know as a Don from Black Ink Crew, uh, Chicago. It has Lee Master Sprawling, Crystal the Dow, Colin. And this was actually directed by Dennis L. Reed II, who produces a lot of great films, Uh, For Homestead Entertainment, and that makes his big premiere on Tubi. Uh, He was affiliated with the movie we talked about, uh, Get Paid. And, you know, he, when it comes to Tubi and movie, he, I think he would be the reason why Detroit would get like its own special section on Tubi. Because, you know, it has like comedy, drama, Black cinema, it should be something right up on it that just says Detroit Films. And I guarantee you he'll probably dominate like 80 to 90% of that category. So with that being the background, my question is, what did you like about the thumbnail or what we say back in the day, the cover of this that said, you know what, let's go ahead and get this a try? And we kick it off with Nada. I'm
1: gonna say the, um, the title, Faithful, and then it being three people on the thumbnail. I'm like, well, somebody ain't being faithful. Now me
2: Now, I think your your exact sentiments was this looked like some kind of love triangle.
1: It's yep, wrong. love triangle. <laughs> Same thing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> love triangles usually give a give good reviews, so or, or get good reviews. So, yeah, I was I was ready. Betty, what you think?
2: Um, so I think what drew me to it, I initially saw um uh what's my man name uh Don Donald Brunfield Jr. And then um I think that was like oh oh this is Don's new movie so that's what made right. me think about um watching it.
0: Well for me it was of course Don was in the film and Dennis Reed who produced or I should say who directed this film was actually running a contest. He said if Get Paid, which we uh reviewed and as well as Faithful, reach $1 million of revenue in 90 days, he's giving away like 75000 or you can have the option of getting like a 2022 Yukon or Tahoe. So I was kind of, that kind of piqued my interest like, wow, these films can really, you know, have the potential to garnish that amount of money in such a short amount of time. Like, oh, that was kind of interesting. So that's what kind of like, hey, let's put this on there and see if it's worth the stream. Are the
2: fans, are the fans the ones that are winning these prizes or who who is uh all
0: oh, the fans yeah you it was okay. like if you go to the website and follow him and follow the production company and then you enter your name into a, a contest that they were drawing if but the, you know the, the caveat is that they had to reach that uh one million dollars in revenue so
2: let me go let me go follow the ass. I think I put not. it in
0: the, I put it in the in our group chat
2: okay okay yeah
0: that was like a while yeah, back. Think- so.
2: I think you did, but I need—I didn't know what the stipulations was, but I'm going back. I need that
0: bread. <laughs> I think he was doing like a fifty thousand dollar contest on another movie, so
2: and I'm be staying. I listen. I'm be following him, so I'm be seeing all of the contests.
0: And a, this is all on the IG, so not on Facebook. We got to go to IG. To oh Lord, like, I
2: ain't gonna never make it.
0: <laughs> so the first question is, uh, well, you know, it's like a two part question: How do we like the sound? How do we like the visuals?
1: everything was spot on in this movie.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, you do this thing. Um,
1: I wouldn't even consider this a, a Tubi movie, for real. Like, the way that it looked, the sound quality, the camera angles when they cut from one scene to the other, like everything mm-hmm. was spot on. So kudos to this director and his production team, because they really nailed it from a cinematography um, perspective yeah. uh, or standpoint. Um. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. Betty, what you got?
2: I agree. I think they did a good job. I think everything was on point. And I got to be honest with y'all. Um, you know, sometimes I'll be a little shaky about uh, the picture quality. But I got to see it today. And it was a nice, crisp, clear picture. So it, it, I think it, they did a good job.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'll uh, echo everyone's sentiments. Great sound. Uh, great visual. Uh, the next question is what did you all think about the storyline was it corny was it easy to follow you know how did you all like the storyline
1: it was easy to follow um the storyline was good because you know we always kind of assume or predict what's going to happen in the end especially in love triangle so
0: right right
1: the way that the movie ended it was kind of abrupt but at the same time you really didn't need more like it it left it with closure, so I enjoyed it. The storyline was good. Um, I think everybody nailed their part, and there was nothing to really be questioned about. Okay, who is this? Now, right. what happened in this scene? Like everything just kind of flowed together. So yeah, it was it was dope.
0: Betty, your thoughts?
2: I think that I don't know. I think it it started. I don't know. I think it was a good storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they told us by the description what was going to happen as far as the progression of the love triangle, right. how it would end or whatever. I think that it was a lot going on, though, because it went from the love triangle to the aftermath of that to less being the situation, and then the maid in, or the housekeeper and the nanny situation I felt like that came way out of left field that had become like a whole new storyline on its own right. so I was just thinking like I would have loved to get more about those characters maybe mm-hmm. I mean maybe it wouldn't have been an element of surprise um, or how that kind of spun out But I would have loved to get more information into how they got to that conclusion or they came to that as a resolution for their problem. So um, I think it was I think it was good. I think they got to the meat and potatoes quick as fuck, though, like it it was like zero to 100 like it was. I love my husband in fifteen fifteen. I don't even think we was in the first twenty-five minutes of the movie. And I was like, Oh, sis. We and doing, like, this? Was doing
1: the, <laughs> sis was doing the most. Like, girl, the you right in public. You lay right you lay right next to your husband and calling out this other man's name. Um
0: Well, the movie was an hour thirty seven <laughs> minutes, so <laughs> I think... America... go ahead. I was going to say, with the storyline, do you think that they kind of wasted time talking about his business partners? Like, it kind of played into the story, but it kind of didn't, but it kind of, it had been best left that we knew. That I, Me personally, like, the storyline was, you know, him, the the, the the three main characters, the husband, the wife, and and uh, Don from Black Ink. Those are like the three main characters and their interaction. And this whole storyline with, with the business partners, that should have been something that they kind of could have alluded to something was going on. Behind the scenes, because it really didn't tie back into the overall thing of er of everything, so that's why I was kind of like, "Oh, that's a different storyline going on back there."
1: I I think think you kind of did, though. You don't think so, Penny?
0: No, because it didn't have anything to to do. I mean, it did kind of tie back, but it was just so such a far reach that they didn't
1: really.
0: I think either they should not spend no time on it or spend a little bit more time developing that part. I think it did
2: a couple things, but go ahead, Nada.
1: I think I think um, it was just the right amount of balance that we needed. Like we don't necessarily make them like a a, a main character for real, but mm-hmm. their story kind of plays into how he gets caught because right. they were part of the team that were trying to clear his name or whatever. So they was like his go to team anytime something you know happened went wrong, right? So I think I think it was. I don't think I really needed to see any more of them. I think it was just enough to say, oh. That's his uh that's his team over there. Like, you know, they they basically handle all his business. They handle all his um, you know, for the car when they, when they had to clean the car or whatever. Right. And they brought in the lawyer. So and I think it was just enough to prove that these are the people that he really trusts. I see what so,
0: you said.
2: Yeah, I think they I think, think it's it just enough. I think it was also first of all, let me just say that I enjoy a different type of storyline where we have successful black people doing things other than selling drugs or something <laughs> that is illegal. So I thought that it was yes. a good look for them to have him as the owner mm-hmm. of uh, a, a startup tech company, you know, with the IPO. Like, I thought that that was a great... Absolutely. Um, Did they execute it well? It, it could have been executed a lot
0: better. A better. I do exactly. say that. I can't
2: say that. Especially, like, the part where he was like, I want him i don't want him to have no access to my business like who <laughs> you the you know i'm talking about the guy yeah yeah i know that i'm
0: just saying like when he, when he said that i was like wait what who yeah i had to kind I of go back and, like, and be
2: like i felt like it was um unpolished like i felt like that whole thing because in order to tell a good story a lot of times you have to know kind of the inner workings of certain situations and if you if you kind of leave stuff out or you don't tie it up well it just, like you said, it, it just becomes a fluff piece. Right. I like what they were doing or where it was going, but I felt like it could have been a little bit tighter. But I, I, oh, I, I did like it. Yeah. that. Yeah, I did like that um, aspect of it. But then also I felt like it also alluded to how big this man was, like how mm-hmm. um, prominent he was and how prominent he was becoming to have even gotten into that situation. So right. it's not like he could have been just Mike from down the street doing shit and nobody knew who the fuck he was. So I think that was a good way to just kind of tell, like, what he had to lose, you know, where. And then it, it, it didn't surprise me that he, you know, was like a street dude at heart either. Like, that didn't surprise me right. that he had that side. So I think I I liked it but I think that some things could have been a little bit fine-tuned, and that comes with, like, research and, you know, stuff like that, but, I, you know, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Now, they sound like you had something else that you wanted to add to that.
1: I was just going to say, like, I, I agree with everything you're saying there, but I think we, we had just enough to, like, understand the story, identify identify the characters, mm-hmm. and kind of really put them into the role of, you know, who they are to the main characters. I think yeah. if I think if I think if we would have went further into their characters, it kind of would have made the movie more longer than what it needed to be.
0: Right.
2: I don't think we needed to go further into their characters. I just would have. So because I read a lot of books and sometimes I be trying to like visualize certain stuff or how it would actually happen in real life I just feel like sometimes my mind looks at other stuff you know when I'm watching so that could just
1: be me you know I think so because you do a lot of books so I think (laughs) I think you know and you know obviously books have to be more detailed than movies because they really have to paint the picture yeah for you to visualize it versus when you're actually seeing it visually okay you could yeah, I think it's cuts. a difference between a great storytelling
2: and you know just mediocre storytelling but you know that's just yeah
0: great. and my next question is how was the acting it's one of our I think everybody did a pretty good job
1: uh, um. However, oh, I'm sorry. Go, I'm sorry, No, I was on this question.
0: I was about to set you up with the however. Go ahead. Nah. <laughs> I've been waiting on I've been waiting on this.
1: However, those detectives. Oh my
0: what? god, they worked my nerves,
1: especially the the female uh, detective. It's I don't know her good. name, but she was just going like too hard. Like, girl, first off, calm down. Like, what, what did you? Do? She was just overacting, overacting, and the dude. You know, he was trying to play off of her her lead. Um Yeah. the detectives I think they messed it crashed.
2: up. I think they messed up. Like, I think it was going well until we got today's scene. And then I was like, here we go with this. Here we but go, Dom,
0: right.
1: <laughs> and a I, lot was of of, um, I was proud of Dom, but he really stepped up his game. I know that he's been touring and doing plays and stuff, but you can tell that, that his, his acting career in the plays have really played off to where it's now... Transferring over to the B screen, so kudos to him. He did a really good job.
0: He was in another film that they shot, uh, Paper Hearts, that was, had came out with a big review, uh, 2021 or that. early part of this year. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I
2: missed. I'm. I'm. I didn't watch it, but I. I plan to watch it. Now that I agree.
0: What was your favorite part of the movie, or your least favorite part of the movie?
1: The part that stuck out the most for me it was the ending because I ain't gonna lie. Uh
0: huh
1: when the ending happened, I was like, wait, what? And I rewinded it, and I was like, oh, okay. Because the detectives was really trying to, you know, do their whole investigation, blah, 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 blah. My man said, I ain't do it. They had proof that he didn't do it, and then, bam, the movie's over. But then I'm like, that little 10-second phone call brought closure to everything. So I was a little annoyed Mm -hmm. um, in the beginning, of how it ended, but at the same time, I was like, eh, okay, it makes sense. The budget is over. And now that I told I told my mom, I watched this movie with my mom
0: because my power
2: was <laughs> <laughs> my power was out today, so I had to go to my mom's house and um and uh my mom watches tubi movies and stuff, and she actually said the same thing that we talked about before. She was like, This is why I don't like watching these tubi movies, because these sex scenes just be too much sometimes. So I was cracking up about that, but not at the end of the movie. I was like, this little nigga got (laughs) to (laughs) go. I was like, he got to go. My mom was like, well, he ain't, I said, listen, ain't nothing else we can do. Like he, he can't, he going to hate his daddy for the rest of his life. He got to go. He can't stay here like this. He can't stay here like this. Um, But I think the stick out part for me was the way that the housekeeper spun the whole situation. Right. Um, I was not expecting that. Like, I wasn't expecting any of that, and I had almost believed that when she was talking to the detectives that this stuff was true. Um, so I I wasn't expecting that. I think that was the the um the part for me, and I just don't know how he could have done that crime or that act, and then just walked away and left a whole ass witness. Like, how did you think that you would...
0: How you think it was going to pan out for you?
2: How did you think that was going to go? And
0: we're trying to give away... We're trying to let you all know how good the movie is without giving away too much detail, so you guys can definitely check it out. Now, my, I think my most memorable scene was... I just... Without giving away the movie, the uh, what it cost to acquire <laughs> Mr. Don Brumfield for the evening. The, the cost... That the what it cost to acquire that second relationship that she had outside of her marriage is one of the most. She could have got
2: that for like she could have got that for under ten k.
0: <laughs> like she jumped the
2: whole gun on that. She wanted that. I don't know. I I just I was like oh, because <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs>
0: and I think one thing: do you all think that this storyline was rushed or did they pace it out pretty good? And the reason why I bring that up is because this movie was like an hour thirty seven. And you have to think that they're using digital now. I don't think no one's using the old school film where you had to like cut, paste, buy a whole reel of film. So do you think that they rush some of these Tubi movies and make some of them too long? Or was this particular one Faithful uh paced out properly?
2: I thought it was I I didn't have a problem with it. I just
0: okay.
2: I was like all in, so you know. <laughs> like i had to stop what i was doing to actually turn around and, and like watch and it watch like watch it was it, yeah. tv it wasn't like i was listening so you know i i don't i don't think that it was i it could have went two hours i think it could have went two hours um it, yeah. we probably would have had a little bit more closure at two hours but i think it i think it was
1: fine
0: nada what do you think was it rushed or should they was it paced properly for the time the 137 hour 37 minutes I think
1: it was paced right I, I don't think that we missed anything um, you know there was no details that were dropped out like right. you, from beginning to end I would say you know we, we got the storyline we got how it happened who was at fault and then we got closure so right. um, I don't think any of the scenes were rushed except for the end
0: um, <laughs> and the yeah, beginning I, I th- <laughs> yeah <laughs> what a, the semi beginning um, yeah
1: yeah, I I think I think overall, I would say out of all the movies that we've done so far on Tubi, this was actually my fave.
0: Okay, look at you giving props to the movie to the independent yeah. film. Yeah, and so I, this I think was we, actually my fave. And I think we picked this because it wasn't like the drug dealers and the gangs and the cocaine, and you wanted to see something different. So like, if we got if we wanted to tell not like it's not gonna not like all Tubi movies, or she just don't like, or she just getting tired of these drug dealer themed movies we haven't so, even
2: did that many drug dealer theme movies
0: but it's so many on Tubi though that you can't there are help. a lot <laughs> there are a
2: lot <laughs> you can't
0: help but to run into them so we got to put it on a scale do you all think this is worth worthy of going to the movies on a saturday is it a dollar show special or should it just stick to the streaming platform or do you all need to reclaim your time
1: i like it on the streaming platform because okay. you know the majority of the times we are here to say something negative about how low budget something is or how awful the acting was. <laughs> this movie just kind of crosses out all that that we usually, See. you know, try to be negative about. So I wouldn't necessarily say that it's ready to be mainstream, like at the movie theater. But I think it was definitely a good, it was good content for the Tubi platform. Betty. I think I
2: would have went to go see it at the dollar show. Okay. I would have went to go see it at the dollar show. I'd have been like, uh, oh, Don is Don is in the movie. It's a dollar. Maybe I'll step mm-hmm. out and go see it. So hold I'm on, not hold paying on. ten dollars to watch it, but I would I know
1: I know that's one of our questions when we see this in the dollar show versus a streaming. Which one do would they actually get more money from? The dollar show? or streaming?
0: That's a good question because we still haven't figured out how the the Tubi uh, film, Tubi products in general generate revenue because it's not just independent films on here. They got like blockbuster hits like Set It Off is on here, uh, When the Bow Breaks, which was on another. Uh, I know I was
2: gonna watch that again. That was one of my. Yeah. uh I like that movie.
0: So I, I'm that not that sure movie. how how that how that works, but
2: we're that, not even sure if the Dollar Show is still open. Like, right. I ain't,
0: <laughs> do you That's do just you all us
2: saying if we'll pay a dollar to go watch it.
0: do you all well yeah it's pretty much like would you if this movie was a dollar on prime would you pay that dollar do you all think that dennis reed and the pr- level of f- production that he's doing is ready for the bt platform and the bt plus platform which takes on a lot of independent projects that we've never seen but they just kind of do them in house do you think, I think they, this one would i think it would yeah um been definitely ready Worthy of that, yeah.
2: I think that I think the thing is though, um, BET Plus typically has, um, you know, more um, well known stars mm-hmm. on there, but um, I think that I think that it could be on BET Plus.
0: I think Don could have carried this film to the BET Plus platform because I think really they kind of work with like Rotimi, Tank, uh, Jonathan McReynolds, you know, Tammy Roman, uh, Lisa Ray comes out every now and then. So yeah, I think mm-hmm. he could have he could have carried this movie on that platform, especially was. with Chris O'Dowd. And I, these two these movies that we watch on Tubi that are independent they're so big in this grand scheme of the universe that uh, it's so many people who rock with this this type of platform that is just I don't think we understand the the magnitude of it you know at this point until you start this is kind of like reminiscent of when reality TV first started kicking off and more people was happy to see like the basketball wives out in public than you would see like a, a, a famous actress at that time. <laughs> so I think we kind of at that cusp of with these independent films.
2: And for us, because a lot of these people are Detroit, yeah. Detroit, they are local. So you feel just like when I said, we talked about this before when I seen murder, um, yeah. I was like, Oh, you know, it's, it's almost like, it's just a good feeling to see people that come from where you come from doing good things and you know yeah. elevating in life so i'm That's always right. here for it
0: so we're gonna do this we're gonna take a brief break and when we come back of course you all know some other faithful questions have been in the news and uh we're gonna talk about that <laughs> i'm gonna let nata kick that segment off so we'll be back sit tight and we'll be back with you shortly and we're back from that brief break and we had actually just discussed the movie faithful on uh, tubi <laughs> now we got to talk about somebody being faithful in real life this whole situation with Neil Long and Nada, you know how to pronounce this gentleman's name. I didn't even know I think Boston I do had a black coach, but go ahead and give us a little background <laughs> of what, what jumped off.
1: So I may you Udoka, the Boston Celtics head coach, obviously.
0: AK Neil Long's fiance for proceed, because we don't really Yeah, know he got
1: himself <laughs> he got himself in a little uh, situation, entanglement, if you will.
0: Um definitely pulled <laughs> <He was devil laughs> out his pickle, yeah. You're right. Yeah,
1: apparently, <laughs> uh it came out that he was um you know, in involving in some uh, extramarital activities with one of the staff members of the Boston Celtics uh, front office. Uh, last I heard, I believe that it was the um, travel planner or something like that. I also heard that they were um, got uh-huh. caught or that it was brought out because um, she was talking to him on her front porch and the husband was listening through the ring camera. Oh, so that's how she got
0: busted. <laughs> now, was this something about the president's, the vice president's wife too, was pregnant? Is that something else, or?
1: Um, I think that's something else. I think that was just people, you know, speculating. 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 Oh, so he yeah. only
0: smashed one employee, not two or three. For right? certain. Okay. So for, I think, it's, we, I think we...
1: for sure there's, there's just one.
0: Solid just on a one. A couple rumors
2: <laughs> going on with. Um, you know, there are a couple of speculations because there are a few allegations out there that are alleged. So
1: so also I heard that uh, that this information was brought to the front office, but it was obviously pushed underneath the rug because they had such a good run
2: mm-hmm. last
1: uh, season. They didn't make it to the championship. And then I heard that it was because of one of the players um was well, that, you know, they, they weren't eye to eye with the coach and
0: just tricked uh, off. Like that's why you sleeping with that girl.
1: Yeah, basically <laughs> popped off at the mouth and that's how it got worked. So Uh-oh. with all that being said, um Ooh,
0: yeah, he understand. got
1: he got suspended for the entire year, which I hate to see that because Boston was really good last year. And I would have liked to see them go back to um yes. the championship. Now I will say, we'll say they won't. I will say, well hold on, let me finish my statement. I will say that he's a hell of a coach. I don't know who the interim coach is gonna be. Um he was definitely not a good player when he played basketball, <laughs> but he obviously has a knowledge of the game to where he he doesn't Been have selected. the athletic ability, but he definitely has the mentality, the the coaching knowledge. So I don't know. We'll see where this we'll see where this goes. Um, I think it's just big news because it, you know it's somebody famous. Neil Long. But yeah. What makes her now there's a else?
2: there's a saying that says those who can't coach. <laughs> so those,
0: those, who can who can do, can't, those who can't do and those who can't coach.
2: Yeah, they just coach. Yeah. So some people may not have been good at the sport, but they they know the fundamentals. They know what needs to be done they just don't quite know how to execute those uh things themselves <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I, I would say this about this gentleman i didn't even know boston had a black coach and it's so weird that we didn't big up that like when he got the job because usually when back black people are in like head coaches or general managers it's like a whole thing on you on, on like madame noir or Boss on ig or the shave room so I only know how we missed that one. So, okay,
1: <laughs> when, when when you say that we missed it, who missed it? Because if you follow basketball, I, you I know that, right. it was no <laughs> that he was a black, like black successful coach. I think people just didn't really praise him on social right. media.
0: That's what it but was. He didn't get. To, I'm glad we did well waste know. our time.
1: <laughs> I, I he's think, very well known. I
2: think yeah, that, I know him, really, I think I think the <laughs> the statement that you just made and the rebuttal that Nada made are both good points in the next thing that we want to talk about. So I'm glad you brought that up. But I just yeah, want to give yeah. my two cents on the neologic question. All right. Um, I just feel like, you know, if he had an extramarital or an extra relationship outside of their relationship, focus on the business. The business is that he violated whatever the team rules were see, and stick her. to that. Like, all of this, running down these think pieces on why she Uh got cheated on, if somebody was better looking, or whatever, like, all of that was unnecessary. I really just hated the fact that Nia Long has been um, a phenomenal actress, doing so many great things, you know, Mm -hmm. an icon in her own right, and then all these years she's been living her life pretty much like you know under the radar and then something you know this detrimental to maybe her mental health or you know her relationship comes up and now like her face is plastered all over everywhere like with her business like i just hate that you know it happens all the time but it's just unfortunate i think that people took like kind of made this her situation as opposed to a situation that she was put into by her better half or her other half, I should say, because I don't know if it's better at this point. Um, But I just hope that, you know, whatever happens, she can recover, her kids can recover. And, you know, her mental health is still intact, because, you know, the the media is brutal. People is brutal. It's just, it's just too much sometimes.
0: I just kind of piggybacking off what you said, Betty, um, you have to be careful on how you release information. the collateral damage that it can have i mean let's be clear this our podcast has been sitting on some hot tea for about the last year and a half about a housewife but releasing that information will just cause so much collateral damage with kids and and husbands who don't have anything to do anything that sometimes it's just best to not even you know release it if a person is single like if it was just him by himself then I, I would say, yeah, you can kind of get into it because this is him, but I think the near long aspect is why so many they they I think the information was leaked purposely because they knew somebody it was they knew a boss up or a madame noir or Shea room or on-site was gonna pick that up. Because if it was just him being a black coach by himself, they sure didn't pick it up when he became the coach, so they damn sure we gonna pick it up if he was single if he had married a white woman. So
1: Neil gossip. Long was
0: the anchor piece in this particular story to give it the legs that it needed to do what it needed to do. And that go, go ahead.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say speaking of bicep and on site and shade room and all of those um
0: black gossip blog
2: sites that typically um Report are given the, the impression thing. that they speak for the black <laughs> delegation. Um I think now that you made a good point. So when you say who's following these sites, like who, you know, who didn't know about this and who didn't know about this, it's the people who don't follow sports, but only get the gossip news. And a lot of times I think, you know, um, one thing that we talked about recently that happened over the weekend or mm-hmm. this past week is the Dahmer, um,
0: Show. film a came out or series, mini
2: series or whatever came Netflix. out on Netflix and yeah. so I think we all saw um, a, a circulation of a meme or something that was basically saying how come this character is praised for playing a gay male but other people are automatically speculating that the character that plays um, in P Valley is gay. I forgot Alphonse I think is his name that whole
1: um, comparison just irritates
2: me. But let's go ahead, Betty. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I think, um, I think Benny, tell us what your thoughts was on that comparison and you know how how that
0: Yeah. So came across the whole, you. So somebody, uh, I think it kind of picked up on some blog, some black gossip sites, Jay Alfonso Nicholson, who plays Little Murder on P Valley, they was comparing him being gay and Uh, Evan Peters who's playing Jeffrey Dahmer so it's pretty much like why is we and this is how they're kind of wording why is we as the black community automatically think that the guy who plays little Murder is gay but no one's questioning the the uh the, the sexual orientation of Evan Peters who's playing Jeffrey Dahmer and when we get into these conversations about black is we have to understand that black people are not monolithic it's very different diverse opinions and, and no one person can speak for the culture. So I think my whole thing is that just because we can only ask and answer questions from our perspective of our understanding. And I just gave a perfect example of me putting my foot in my mouth is because I didn't know that uh, Boston had a black coach because I don't follow sports like that. So when we could kind of question it, when they talking about questioning is J. Nichols Nicholson really gay because of the character he plays? I think that if you're not in the acting world, you don't know how to decipher.
1: Mm-hmm. You don't know how to
0: articulate good acting when you see it. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that people get this notation, this this thing in their mind, like, oh, he played that too well, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it was like they can't well,
1: separate the you two. Can't separate
0: it, and it, you know how we know we can't separate because people still call Wesley Snipes. Uh, Nino Brown. I still call Lawrence Fishburne Ike. <laughs> see? Lawrence
1: Fishburne played the hell out of Ike Stern. <laughs> exactly. He looks nothing like Ike at all. <laughs> at all. But when I, I see Lawrence, Fishburne, I wouldn't even know if, if I, I see Ike or Tina in the street.
0: Yes. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> but so I, I think that
0: yeah, go ahead.
2: I think that um so I the only time that I've seen people actually referring to the character on P-Valley as being homosexual because of the character that he plays is in the, the um, right, P-Valley right. groups, like the, right. the TV groups that I'm in, where we discuss the show. That's the only time that I've seen that. I haven't seen like any of my friends or any people that I know or any of my colleagues or any of my classmates or anything like that. I haven't really seen any of them having that conversation. Right. So... I've only seen it within a group. It, to be quite honest, um, if you've ever been in the Facebook group, a lot of times, if you don't agree with the masses, <laughs> sometimes it's just best for you to not even comment because people be, you know, grown folks are so bully um, intensive in these Facebook groups. But I think that when I tend to see that stuff in those groups, I just don't comment or I'll right. just scroll right past it because it don't. You know, it don't affect me. Like, this ain't what I'm here for. Um, Now, if you want to talk about the scene and laugh at the scene or, you know, joke about what happened in the scene, I'm here for that. But like to speculate whether or not a character is gay based on um, his performance, you know, it's just weird to me.
0: So, yeah, let me just kind of get you all, because I found the, I think, was it Supercent that po- replied to a post? that was- I saw Super
2: Supercent yeah, post. That was the first time I saw it. And her her caption is actually what struck me as, like, something being made bigger than what it is. So that's the first time that I saw it was a Supercent post. I don't know where it came from before she posted
0: it. Yeah, so Supercent posted it. In the post that she posted, I know that sounds crazy, but someone wrote, I peeped how y'all are saying the guy that's playing Jeffrey Dahmer is a great actor and played the hell out of their role as a gay serial killer, but made the statement that the guy playing Little Murder in P-Valley gotta be gay for real because he played his role too good. I'm gonna mind my business though. And I think Supercent responded with, that's how our people do, give other races all the credit, but start questioning they own people for doing the same shit. I guess I remembered what acting was when they watched that show. So that's what this whole conversation is kind of starting from. And like, and like Betty hit it on the head, if you're not in some of those groups, uh, whether it be a P-Valley group it's on Facebook sickening. or IG, it's, it's no it's, one's it's questioning it. Uh, Entertainment Weekly is not putting his, his sexuality on question. The Tamron Hall show didn't put his sexuality on question. TV Guide and any Access Hollywood, no one is putting it. So when people have these conversations, you're only having these conversations with your people but in your in your immediate uh conversation circle that's not the general consensus of the entire black race absolutely not and we have to stop letting that that, i don't even think
2: even in our group chat or some of the other group chats that i have in common with you guys that we've ever like discussed his sexuality, sexuality now, right. They have been mean. I don't
1: care at
2: all, baby. Listen, the only people that I care about who you ha- was having sex with who is whomever I'm having sex with. That's it.
1: That's Anybody it.
0: That's, of that right. person, that that's just,
1: between yeah, him. Yeah. And his wife. Let's talk about it, Benny, because I got a list. <laughs> like I'm just like...
0: <laughs> we gonna slide that in. <laughs> Listen, I've been waiting to tell y'all my business. Like I'm just <laughs> but I mean
2: that's that's it. Like that's all. And it right. it's like... kind
0: of
1: annoying to how ugh, it's kind but... of annoying how people want to be all in somebody else's business looking for negativity. How come we just can't why why is it always that the negativity gets the most attention?
0: Traction, right.
1: Remember why can't we just tired? focus on how well he played that part and how good he's an actor to kind of put him on the radar for other because you because obviously like people in hollywood they read these comments too they have social media accounts and stuff they're going to see the type of backlash that he's getting from the viewers right. so why not why not boost him up Because we know that they're going to see this too, saying he he played the hell out this role, blah 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 blah. I can't wait to see him in something bigger. So that way, Hollywood starts getting the attention. Oh well, this is what the fans want to see. If we get the fans, this is what the fans want to see. Let's start booking this man for other stuff. So that because we know it's going to bring us money. Right. We have such sometimes we have such a negative mindset that all we do is just focus on the negative portion of it. And it's it's, it's frustrating. For but we me, can change that.
2: For me, it's the division. Like, it's the Black people always doing this or Black people always doing that to their own people. And it's like, I don't re- remember that happening. Right. Like, is this something that you speak in? I mean, you know, Black people, we, as a collective, we have, you know, ways that, you know, things that we know. We can make a, a joke
1: out of anything.
2: <laughs> Definitely make a joke out of anything. But I, I think that sometimes, like, the division is, like, created. Like, it's not necessarily always there. Like, right. it's always something that I feel like is created. Um, But what I will also say is that I think that the character for Dahmer. I think the reason why his character was so great is because he had to basically get in the mind
0: of another of,
2: right. of a serial killer. Right. And he had to portray a a real person. He had to portray a real person. He had to make it that really
1: that's... believable. Like, yeah, I
2: don't think that yeah. that's easy to do as an actress. I mean, I played in a couple of plays before in high school, or you know, something like that. But I've never—hey, that's me, baby. I even, um, you know, I had me a couple of plays in college. But I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, if y'all want to peep my resume, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like it's—I I feel like the roles and you know, people saying that he was a good actor or he played that role, great. It's because he did. <laughs> it's not because he black or he white or whatever. I think it was because
0: it doesn't matter. He the race. killed
2: the role that he had.
0: And you don't know how good an actor or actress is until you start having everyday conversations. What a lot of people don't know is that Wesley Snipes is very far from the Nino Brown characters. Absolutely. He is a studied actor. He's been to school for this. And when you hear him talking, you're like, oh, this ain't this ain't like when we watched the move. Some of these movies on Tubi, where they were like. You just got out of prison for doing 20 years. Come on, do this movie and you're not really acting. You're just kind of playing an extension of your of your former self. A lot of these people are trained. no, <laughs> And they're trained to the degree that it just looks like that they're this good. Like remember how everybody was kind of shocked when they found out Aegis Elba wasn't from America. They were like, oh, he ain't from America? No. He's straight British, like well. And bam. I watched him in *Damien
1: dangerous <laughs> <Andres> also.
0: <laughs> right, so, so I. And I, I, love I him? and I just think that's just a, a, a testament to J. Alfonso Nicholson's level of, of professionalism that people, you know, really thought like, "Damn, we thought he was." so people start posing pictures, like he got wife, he got kids, he got a whole nother thing going on, because he's he let me just kind of run do a rundown. He's of course he's in P Valley. He's been in the episode of Tales. He was in Self-Made, which I think was another Netflix film about Madam C.J. Walker. He was in Just Mercy. He was. He was. Yeah. So he's he's got, a, he's got an extensive resume. So I think by this being a bigger breakout role, he definitely took an opportunity, seized it, and he smashed on it. Mm-hmm. So...
1: I'm looking I
0: think forward I to saw... seeing him in,
2: a, in in future roles. Oh yeah, Me, too. Absolutely. I think I saw somebody said like um, they would buy his um, his rap album over some of these current rap artists. Cheers! Um, I play it. So I, I thought that, that was funny.
0: <laughs> but I have it.
2: <laughs> uh, I still get hype. Okay.
0: <laughs> a Mississippi pride. Yes. Yeah. Cricklerunner. Cricket.
2: Cricklerunner. I ain't even from Mississippi, and I'll be hype, but. um yeah i just i just think that sometimes we just create a divide that ain't there and and like sometimes you just gotta check where your news source is coming from right
0: yeah if you're getting you all your speaking
2: for the masses.
0: yeah if you're getting all your news from uh black gossip sites on ig you're gonna have a very one skewed perspective and i'm gonna tell you why because they all share the same information it's not like one <laughs> has a varying opinion it's pretty much the same information on all three to four sites or web pages whatever you want to call them so
1: you you know what's funny go ahead i think anyone that's speaking negative on this man or anytime we see someone in the black community doing well and we speak negative on them like that to me that's just like a slave mentality right like you just don't want to see them it's just it's just how you've been trained passed down through generations of it's easy for me to say something negative about you before i can say something positive so that yeah. way make you feel that you're no you're no you're you're not better than the, than the next person basically and we have to change that mentality so that's why i was saying like you know when we see those negative comments on social media blast back and say something just post like all the positive stuff we can yeah. change the narrative on what goes viral but we always just kind of feed and kind of go to the negativity
0: right that's
2: true it's almost like when you when people complain about their facebook or their instagram or whatever their news feed is it's like you have the power to change that like if you (laughs) only see a certain thing on your timeline that means that these are the people that you selected to be on your timeline so get rid of them you know it you know it just is what it is i i you know i just I hate that that was a, a conversation because I just felt like it didn't speak for it probably spoke for a, a lot of people who were sharing the a couple memes or whatever like you said a, a general few but it does not speak for the black
1: delegation
0: as a whole right
2: a, as a absolutely
1: whole. not well,
0: Yeah. so good.
1: JL if you ever hear this podcast you do the damn thing and continue to do the damn thing and you are just as good as what's my men and dimer Evan Peters, Evan you're Peters, just as good yeah. as him, regardless of race. You, you, you're just as good as him.
0: That's right. Well, on that note, we're gonna tip on out of here and let you all continue your day listening to us. But before we go, we have to just introduce ourselves and give our good closure. Uh, my name is Ben, and it's been a pleasure. Now are you gonna look, close out with a joke, or are you just gonna give drop your name. No,
1: I'm just. It's just one a week. I'll <laughs> one swear a week. y'all one a week, but make sure y'all oh, tune no. in. The next week to the next because look i got a whole list of them i'm ready
0: look uh, if y'all start liking these jokes we're gonna put it to the end make sure y'all listen the whole i'm just thing. saying <laughs> to the i got them
1: look i got them in my back pocket they ready to go <laughs> to my right you ready really to,
2: pop out, you ready to <laughs> pop out on y'all with the with the <laughs> corny mom jokes <laughs> uh y'all it's your girl betty and i'm out i'm exhausted this is where we're well, well, thanks for sharing that. Okay. Well, right. say, yeah. <laughs> Get some rest.
0: It's been a pleasure. Peace.
2: Deuces.